When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ready, steady, go. Ready, steady, go. Go. Is it on? Right, great. Okay. Uh, good morning, darling. How are you? Fine. Oh, dear. What are you going to do then? But I, I think this the little story that I've got, and I think you've got as well, because I saw it on your notes on your desk when I was trying to print something out the other day, is about the secret killing life of yes. Mr. Motenzi and Mrs. Secret Iris cat Corrie. kills. Now look, unusually today... Hello, Iris. Hi, Iris. Unusually today, I've got, I've got all the papers laid out like an actual thing. Yeah. So we can go to the story on Monday. Uh-huh. What page did you make? Monday, D- Daily Mail page four. Oh, no, I got it from the Times, obviously. Well, I say it's in, it's in both. Well, yeah. Oh, where's it gone? I cut it out. Oh, I cut it out. You're no. so efficient. And, so I put, you... and, I, and I lied, I put it from the mail. I just feel that I should reference the Times because, because I work they, yeah. Watch out, Tiddle the Cat's a secret serial killer. Mm-hmm. Cat owners who rarely find a dead mouse on their doorstep may think that their pet takes little interest in hunting for prey, but they may in fact have a covert killer on their hands. A study using miniature cameras suggests that pet cats bring home very few of the creatures they actually kill. And my question would be, why would you do that study and who paid for it? Uh, Go cat. The, the ecology published in the Global Ecology and Conservation Journal was conducted in South Africa. Ah, in South Africa. They're oh. talking actually about lions. <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> it has been proven that if he brings back one zebra, oh. actually he's probably been taking lots of tommies. Which <laughs> is what a, we, is a what is a tommy? It's a Tom, Thompson's gazelle. Oh, fine, and we right. call them tommies in order to make other people feel left out. <laughs> Tommy's, as opposed to the other kind of gazelle, and also impala, which has also and you're off. Um, so yes, uh, look, see, there's Iris on the other hand eating more muesli and yogurt than you thought your cat actually did. Yeah, after a snacking on cheese and brioche and all sorts of other weird things that she likes eating. Anyway, so but she's a, so so like so Mo and Iris who came to the came to the country for the weekend as they often do did a lot of killing. It last was weekend. a bloodbath. Yeah, uh, I mean, I came down in the morning and trod on something sort of squelchy and I was in the morning I thought um, oh is that a cat poo and it was only slightly better which was the back half of a vole mm. so just the, and I looked down at, is that what it is and it was a tail mm. and a bum mm. and the, the, the point is, is yeah it's a bit apparently that he's killing he's killing far more than, than we actually know so the column would be the prison diary of Motenzing 
The prison diary of Motenzi. Yeah, because he's a serial killer, so he's in prison, and it's his prison diary. And it's like the prison diary of a cat. Or... Oh, God, sorry. The they're, basically, they're basically destroying and rebuilding a house three no, doors down. No, what that noise is... I'm going, to, I'm going to close the what's yeah, it. Close it. That is a, that's the rivet gun. The, 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 the automatic, the, spin, the thingy. The scaffolding. They've been putting up the scaffolding for three days. Imagine how long the work's going to take. It's the thing where they're putting the scaffolding up and they use that automatic turny thing for the... If the people who have bought the house two doors down from us are listening to this, your builders are very noisy. So, so it's a dementing noise. Okay, so what no, that's no good. What, not you, you, you didn't read past the headline, so you wrote, watch out. Tiddles the cat's a serial, serial killer, and you've thought he's gone to prison, but you haven't read the story, and it's like that's not a thing. Okay, what, well, what's your column going to be then? Genius. Well, I, why are you going for this antagonistic tone? I, I, uh, what's this column about? Genius? Isn't this about where you helped me think of something to write about? Okay, right. Next story. Oh, Sasha Swire. Okay, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure this is going to be a column for you, but I've just got to talk about Sasha Swire. Why? Because of her diaries are. I just. And his wife striking fear into top Tories. I just don't know where to start with them. So Sasha Swire used to be married to. Oh, sorry, is married to Hugo Swire, who used to be like the defence secretary or something like that, or the foreign a foreign minister, yeah, don't foreign let the office. Politics get in the way of a good. Well, I mean, you know, names, names, story. names. He's sort of he's sort of Tory person. Former foreign, foreign office minister. Foreign office Sir minister. Hugo Swire. Hugo Swire. Um, I was briefly at university with his son, who I think was called Sam. He was very sweet. Anyway, so they're sort of mega mega rich Tories. Lady Swire, who is one of those tall blonde, leggy, uh, glamorous Tories, has written a book. It, there's a th- there's a Daily Mail, Sarah Vine said her legs seem to go on forever. They always say that about women, as if that was a good thing. Well, you've just got these giant well, long It's such legs, a tawdry like cliche, and her legs seem to go on forever. Well, don't... I mean, you, you have famously short legs. They seem to barely start, and then they're over. My legs are very short. Um, but no, like what any... my legs are is out of proportion. They're not actually, like, that short. They're perfectly... I, like, I don't find it difficult to, like, buy trousers. They're just out of proportion with my torso. That's not interesting. Anyway, but so why do don't, anyway. don't, 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 don't knock Sarah Vine, because I'm Sarah not... Vine is doing amazing work, sort of. I just... Okay, right, fine. So she's written... I can't book. think with that fucking scaffolding thing the, going. Well, is that going just going to show up on the thing all the way through? Yeah, it is. Yeah. But, but then people feel our pain, that's fine. Okay, so Lady Swire's book is called Diary of an MP's Wife, Inside and Outside Power, and it is staggeringly bitchy, right? So she's like, oh, I'm lifting the lid on what really happened. And yeah, she is lifting the lid on what really happened. And she also... She makes Samantha Cameron out to be a... the the things that she says are so unsisterly it's absolutely staggering okay so she says that when so samantha was so upset quite rightly she never wanted to be she didn't want david to go into politics she didn't want to be a tory wife she didn't want any of this and she found it all really really stressful whatever you think about tories or or her or anything there's not a role that she enjoyed or wanted to do and so when he went when they all had to go and stand outside number 10 when he was doing his resignation speech she had to go go she had to have a stiff negroni and then she says in in her diaries that dave was Dave recoiled at her gin-sodden breath when they came back into number 10. How I mean, could she possibly know? She, well, because someone... Because they trusted her. Because no, how could they know that he was... Because reco- oh, he told her. Because he told her. Because he told her. And then there's that, that thing about when they were walking down a cliff path and, and Dave said, I've got to walk in front of you, Sasha, because your perfume makes me want to push you in a bush and give you one. Then she does a story about how Samantha Cameron and Sarah Vine had a fight at a party 
which they which Sarah says, yeah, we did have a fight at a party, but it was a private event. And then she says that Samantha Cameron, she was so upset and stressed about Brexit that she fell asleep on a sofa after dinner because she was so tired. And a whole load of children came and sat on her and she didn't wake up. Look, it's funny and mean, but oh my God. I mean, she's just, I'm sorry, she's just a bad person to have made that, What's that the public. What's the column about? I don't know. You don't have to, I just want to You're just a it. bit annoyed about Sarah, Sasha Swire being disloyal to her friends. And she's fucked yeah. off because Hugo Swire didn't get some job with David Cameron. That, that, that... Yeah, well, I'm sure she's annoyed about everything. And she's, and, and oh, I mean, I'm just... Now, what do you actually think about it, though? Really... I mean, you, you just think she's being a bit, you shouldn't, she shouldn't have done it. She wanted to write a book, but she, are you jealous of her for getting a book deal? No, even I draw the line at getting a book deal, crapping all over people who thought that, who thought that, I could was able to keep a secret, which I can, by the way, and and just I mean, look, I don't know what you do with this, but I just I I I'm I'm just sort of stunned and horrified and appalled at what she's done. It's like the most unsisterly, least feminist, bad, wrong thing I've really ever seen. I mean, obviously, I can't stop reading it, but you know, just because something's interesting to the public doesn't mean it's in the public interest. I, I'm so angry with the scaffolders. It's like I just. I, I know. It's like I don't think I can't. Here. I don't it's think like I can ever write anything. Here. Why do they need all that fucking scaffolding? It's already six times the size of the house. What can they possibly be doing up there? They're building fucking Eiffel Tower. It's Kentish Town. What are they doing? They're putting a fucking bath in. I fucking hate them. And they're shouting and sort of. Ugh. Do you think your column should be about the scaffolders? I don't see how it can be about anything else. Right. And they give you a little pause. You think it's everything's okay and. I wonder what it is the scaffolding noise that's like because I have a problem with different kinds of noises. I have a problem with um, your your impersonation of an American of American people is really infuriating when you get on a roll with that. I don't do an American accent. You get you go. They are the show scaffolding. And you're so pleased with it that you can't stop doing it. I find that really. I find party noise really. I didn't ask you music noise. You find you... me doing my American voice literally as annoying as a scaffolder going... <laughs> no, I don't find them annoying at all. Because you like scaffolders. You imagine them all muscly and lean and tanned up there. No, they're once not. when they're I... fat wife beaters start drinking at 9am. Do you know they're probably not even doing scaffolding. They're just holding the gun going... So they can go and have their lunch at 10.30 with a pint of beer. And you, now, and you compare that to my really funny This American Life today on the show. Three parts. No, it's when you won't Scaffold. stop doing it. <laughs> Today on the show. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you're so pleased with your impersonation that you just can't stop doing it. Husband and wife team. Chapter Tom, drink her own advice. He's a major colonist. 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 He's a colonist. colonist. He's a colonist. <laughs> She's a subtle bitch. You are kind of. <laughs> Can they work together? We're calling this show. No, I think. Act one. Act one. Act irritating one. noises. <laughs> Act one. The scaffolders. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Covid face. You see that? I did. Hannah Betts. Wonderful Hannah Betts. Love you, Hannah. <laughs> Do you have Covid face? Is basically the front. It's got a picture of a good-looking woman. Has the crisis aged your face? This doctor says yes. If you suspect that six months of stress, bad eating, and booze has wrecked your skin, you're not wrong. Covid face is everywhere. Yeah, but uh, by lovely Hannah Betts, who I love, who's one of my first bosses, was one of the very, very nice the, face. Very nice face. One of the one of the first um, people in journalism who was like remotely nice to me. So I love her. But but historically, you have 
gone at me hammer and tongs if I've ever suggested something in T2 you as know a pair. I haven't. It's when you, when a T2 run a feature responding to a news story and a news story happens and, and like Prince uh, Charles d- d- discovered that he preferred scrambled eggs to boiled eggs and then T2 does a massive investigation of the eight different kinds of eggs you could have and decides that scrambled is the best you say why don't you do a piece about the eight different kind of eggs you could have and discover which one you like the most and I go that's kind of been done already okay what I but a story which launches in T2 which you later take the piss out of Cam, you're giving me a you're giving me a proper fucking COVID face I really am yeah, yeah it's your, it's no yours. but what would you say about the fine, oh fine, no fine, oh, fine, what fine. would I say yeah I would say not just COVID face other parts of the anatomy <gasps> affected by COVID. I have, COVID. for example, COVID arse. Just I was just going to say COVID, COVID arse. Obviously, because COVID arse is fine. Okay, so fine. Co- COVID, COVID arse, arse is just from sitting about on your ass watching telly all yeah. the time. COVID eyes, COVID where eyes. you're constantly looking for people who are doing something wrong so you can shop thy neighbour. Uh, COVID, COVID, COVID ears, where you think you can hear your children watching YouTube even when they're actually back at school. COVID gut, COVID gut. COVID belly, yeah, yeah COVID, COVID belly, belly yeah. Um, COVID belly. What did what other things happened in COVID? Uh, COVID belly. Something to do with sourdough. But ha- COVID hands from like kneading all the sourdough. Yeah. I just thought COVID. Okay. okay because this COVID face thing. That's that's just from lockdown and stress, isn't it? That's not actually from coronavirus. It's not. Yes, you don't yes, get yes, COVID yes, yes, face obviously, from obviously. Yeah. No, it's not things that actually you get from the disease. No, exactly. So you've got to make you've got to make your decision, and I think it's got to be like it's basically lockdown things. I do you know? I think everyone. I think you'll get bored. Within about 100 words I'm of writing out. Yeah, exactly, um, bored already. Okay, right, next one. Um, but how about the UK turns to drink? The drinking problem that we've all got. Uh, and you very... you have very... just been copying out my notes? That's what I heard next. But anyway... No, I've just been reading the same newspapers. Oh, that's fine. Uh, so... Uh, you should read The Guardian. Bloody... Do they still, is The Guardian what? exist? The what? Can you still, the Guardian? Oh, no, I don't want to do that. But maybe it's got other things in it. The, the Daily Mail just has what The Times has, smaller and more stupid. And it's Larger a, pictures. And we just fight to get it. Because uh, it's basically, the, the, I come down in the morning to make a cup of tea. The mail usually seems to get here before the Times because the mail comes from the news agent, Time Comes Entry. And I go and I put the kettle on and then I go to the loo for my morning, you know, yeah. seven o'clock ablution. And I take the Daily Mail and I read the whole of it while, I've, while the kettle's boiling. <laughs> That's because you don't read it properly. And I come back and then I have my, my, my cup of tea and then the Times arrives and I can find out what really happened to the no, Times. It's you, know you, your Times. Because you have, to, you have to understand how to read the mail and you don't understand how to read the mail. Britain, look, on the front, Britain turns to drink. But, sorry, Bri- sorry, sometimes the Daily Mail headlines are so big, you actually yeah. have to hold it like two metres you, your away. Your eyes were focusing between the, the letters. Yeah, exactly. And what's the sub-headline so that people understand? Britain oh. turns to drink. Britain turns to drink. Number downing high risk levels doubles during pandemic and middle class are worst offenders. Because the Mail think- always puts middle class... Um, to mean anyone just with to make any sure money that, at all. Just to make sure people buy it. In case yeah. people walk in and think, oh, it's, it's about common so people. I don't really, want to buy that. This, I just find this so, so touching and sweet. What that I've... You filled in, dutifully filled in, the are you drinking I feel so quits? discovered. I feel so, not seen. seen, but wrong. I feel embarrassed and exposed. It's oh. true. They have a, are you drinking too much? Right. And I did the test really honestly. But the thing is... Just find out if I was drinking too much. Look, I don't know. I mean, look, you're just, you're so, the thing is, you're so full of kind of bluster and bluff. And when you fill in one of these things, I see kind of the real you and it's really adorable. Like question 10 is, has a relative friend or doctor or other health worker been concerned about your drinking or suggested you cut down? A, no. B, yes, but not in the past year, says Giles. Oh, no. C, yes, during the past year. I want to know that. I want to hear about that story. Who's genuinely, has anyone ever said, I think you're drinking a bit too much, Giley? Who said that? You've said it. 
I always, I always say we because I don't want to upset really you. Bad, the little green men who live at the end of my bed say it to me. <laughs> uh, uh, it, it's sort of my shrink. The monkey sent by the witch. Your, my, your, my, my shrink used to say it when I had um, right. Sometimes I remember. Oh, she was a sort of she. She wasn't really uh, alive to do Blanc-Tendre. and um, she told me once that she said, "You're not very good at benders, are you?" Uh, and it's because I think because I used to say so I've been on a bit of a bender back when I used to go on a well back when you used to disappear until two o'clock in the morning yeah yeah uh, and uh, I mean having left it anyway so people have no but look I was get the cat off the thing score of eight plus indicates harmful or hazardous drinking so I'm drinking according to the Daily Mail twice as much as the limit for harmful or hazardous drinking Um, and 15 plus in men indicates alcohol dependence. So I'm on the edge of alcohol dependence, literally by having a couple of glasses of wine a week and mm. being a bit sad about it. But what, and what's turned everything around though? Because I, 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 I had two sips of wine last night because it was polite and I had nothing the night before and I don't plan to have anything tonight. And, and what's changed for us, our son has started a new school and he is finding it a little bit difficult to adjust. And we've got this new school run and we've got, um, and he's now got, you know, homework, which we've never had to deal with before. And we've got to kind of sort out uniform and stuff. And I, and I can, and also I'm, you know, work has kind of picked up and other things have picked up. And I've just, and I realised on Monday uh, that the only way I can do it all and get it all done, I can do everything, but I just can't drink. Um, it's basically new, the new expectations at our, the new expectations of our son at a more rigorous type of school. Yeah. May, it means, means after we're, we're stressed out by it because of this more, there's more requirements of us. Yeah. And it's a, and it's a, basically we have to do homework every night and you can't do it hungover. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Do you want to introduce this story that we both really like? One's Bake Off. Okay, yeah. This story, well, I, this is a different thing to a different world. Basically, uh, 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 Kate and, um, what's his name, the bald one? Oh, darling. Harry, Wills, oh. Kate and William. Kate and Wills try their freshly cleaned hands at making bagels in the East End. And, and the headline is One's Bake Off. And she, I mean, she looks amazing in that dress with that She's mask. So beautiful. I mean, absolutely I love her so much. amazing. Uh, and, um, 
That was the cat, not me. Sorry, it was the cat. Didn't, didn't just like flick my wife's nose. <laughs> Although, uh, outside think... the bagel bake um, in Brick Lane. They famously never stand on ceremony, and yesterday was no exception for William and Kate. The royal couple got stuck in at a bagel shop in East London. Suitably, it's funny if you do it in a different voice. It's like a report from the fifties. Yes. Famously, never stand on ceremony, and yesterday, what, what kind of voice did they used to have? Famously, they never stand on ceremony. But yesterday in Brick Lane, <laughs> exactly, the Princess royal couple Catherine. got stuck in a bagel shop in East London. Suitably masked, and after cleaning their hands, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's that, that's the sort of Pathé news. It's the Pathé news thing. <laughs> The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge handled seven pounds piles of dough with ease, kneading them into balls to make a batch of 30 rolls. Complimented on her technique, Kate, in a red bueller dress and tan heels, laughed. Just wait until you see the aftermath. I had beginner's luck, and they're getting worse. <laughs> the couple had been greeted by cheering staff at the bagel bake shop in Brick Lane, Whitechapel. On seeing the counter groaning with goodies, William joked, This is a dangerous shop to be in. <laughs> he told Amund Cohen, 70, who started the bakery in 1974 with his brother Asher, We are so excited to come to your famous shop. Fiona McVeigh, 64, has worked there for 33 years, said to the Royal Cooks, they're pretty good. She clearly knows how to bake. Do you think that, do you think that any kind of, on any sort of royal visit, when they say something so obviously platitudinous and rubbish, like, we're so excited to come to your bagel shop, does anyone just go, oh, shut up. <laughs> Don't pull the other one. Don't be oh, ridiculous. Oh, it reminds me of the first time. Oh, the Tom Ward story. No, the, f- the first time I met Elizabeth Murdoch, uh, 20 years ago, um, daughter of Rupert Murdoch, who owns News UK, the proprietor of the Times, uh, I was at a wedding, and uh, and it, she was then with a friend of mine, uh, and I I, was, I met her. We was to drinks. It was in the south of France, and there was Liz Murdoch, and I think fucking hell, it's yeah, it's not it's an easy daughter of Rupert. She's actually very she's nice. Not, she's one of no, but I never met her then, and we're now friends. But 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 she, so but she was just Liz Murdoch, like really yeah. famous, beautiful, glamorous, and daughter of Rupert Murdoch, and. Uh, I was introduced to her and she said, oh, hi, Giles. It's so, it's so great to meet you. I've heard so much about you. And I went, oh, fuck off. <laughs> because in my head, I thought, how could Liz Murdoch possibly have heard of me or yeah. know who I was? So she just said a polite thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I still can hear her going, oh, so great to meet you. I've heard so much about you. Oh, fuck off. And then I, and she looks kind of blank because she's partly because she's American and America at a really posh wedding. A bloke in black tie doesn't go, oh, fuck off yeah. to, to you. And, and I had to go, I meant fuck off because I didn't really think it, and everyone was looking at like I didn't really imagine you could, you would have known who I was because, uh, you know. I'm sure she was very nice about it. It's true, and we have been become over the years extremely good friends, and I have never told her to fuck off since, uh, no, exactly. and I never will. So what you're saying is, it's like, would Kate and Wills go into the bagel bake and say, we're so delighted to be here, I love bagels. And, and Afram Koya... Oh, don't Oi, give me, fuck oh, off. Don't give me that rubbish. What are you coming here, Nebuchadnezzar? Like, talk Save to me it like for that. Your wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Take god. Take that mask off. It's a summer cough, you hypochondriac. <laughs> um, so, no, so what I thought about this story, when I see, you know, because I see my culture being seen. Uh, is I see that the, the male thinks one's bake off and thinks it's interesting they went to a restaurant. I just think I'm hit, I'm just tickled by the idea of William and Kate going into this bagel shop. They've gone to the the bagel bit. This is one with a huge queue around the block. It's been there for ages and ages and ages. Uh, I feel a little bit sad they've gone to the, the bagel bake. You, in the East End, they actually pronounce it bagel. Mm-hmm. Uh, in North London, it's pronounced bagel and it's often spelt with an A but they spelled it with an E-I here. Well, they spelled it with an E-I in this famous one. Uh, but then again, they're not very good at sign writing because you notice in the it says it's 071, the number play, the number on the uh, the phone number yep. on the sign, 071729. Mm. I mean, do you know, it, it, it became 0171 in probably 1990. Mm-hmm. So they've got tradition. Anyway, the funny thing is, it's other Jewish things with William and Kate. So it's, oh. it's, I'm suddenly reimagining William and Kate's 
Uh, it's like William coming home. I've got the bagels. Yeah. And Kate Middleton going, did you remember the smoked salmon? Yeah, yeah. I got the smoked salmon. Did you remember the cream cheese? I got the cream Did you remember the new green Heimlicher cucumber? I forgot the new green. Aye, we've got Philip and the Queen coming round. We can't. You know he loves his... And what is, what is Harry? Where is he? Where is Harry going? Gone to America? What? With who? <laughs> <laughs> He's married a... He's mar- married... Married a who? An actress? Oh my god! That is quite funny. So, so it's the queen. So, it, so it's like. Um, and the queen is devastated because none of her children are doctors. Bubba. Yeah. Bubba. Bubba. Bubba and Zayda. So the the idea of um, I must. I mean that accent is done meant affectionately. So the idea of of, of the queen and Prince Philip as Bubba and Zayda. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then. So. So it, 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 we don't. We've enough because and also all this Balmoral Christmas instead of do, what, Jews go yeah. skiing at Christmas. Because yeah. there's no one else there. The slopes are, the slopes are available. It's lovely. Mm. They go summer every year. We're not going sanding anymore. Going to go Israel. Mm-hmm. Lovely. The beaches. Yeah. Or Sharm El Sheikh they love. Yeah. But also, you know... Because um, you know she's not living at Buckingham Palace anymore. No, she's we, gone we to... We got, she's, gone so to she's, gone to, she's gone to... She's gone to Hampton Garden Suburb. <gasps> it's very convenient for... Of course for, she has. It's convenient for the kosher butcher. It's convenient for Marks and Spencer. Very convenient. Now you can park on the pavement just outside, so it's fine. The Queen always parks on the pavement. But because she's Jewish! <laughs> <laughs> she drives right up outside everywhere. Yeah. And just park and has the larger and just and just parks it. Hey, if you don't like it, you you move. Yeah. Yep. And then do, I think I think this weekend it's Rosh Hashanah. It's it is yes. How did you know that? Because my spin teacher's Jewish. Oh right. Well, I go I go to my look. My spin class Your is in Hampstead. Spin teacher's Jewish. I'm from Hampstead suburb, and my spin class is in Hampstead suburb, and my 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 spin everyone's Jewish. Oh right. So they're all talking about how many people can you have at your bar mitzvah? That, that's like, that was like the whole chat. Amazing what you can save in the bar mitzvah with only six people. Yeah. No more King David suites. I think I've got... A little, in the garden you have a marquee, a little distancing. I'm just wondering... Save yourself a fortune. I think you can have... I think the bar mitzvah rules... I, I think the rule of six doesn't apply to the There's some religious stuff we can yeah, get a bit more... Um, okay. Well, I, look, I think that I think that the enormous last we've had, even talking about it, yeah. means that there's quite, there's quite fertile ground. Okay. I've got one other thing. How, how do you think you've got enough to make a show? I do, unless this is an Fine. absolute gem. The Jewish thing is quite funny. I, it was, I like the Jewish thing. I think the Jewish thing is really funny. I think um, it's going to be your column. Okay, here's one. Uh, uh, do you think that should be my column? Yeah, I do, and I, I've, I've also got to go and have brunch with you Melissa in 15 minutes. It's only 10 past 11. In 15 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, fine, but okay, but, they, but, but so you can't just fucking rush our no, 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 I wouldn't because of I your wouldn't. brunch. You do it every week. You've yes, got something I, you have to yeah, leave for. This is the yeah. one thing that we have to do. Yeah, I know. No, it's like one of many things that we both. Why have would to you do. put in brunch at half past eleven? When because we I thought got... we'd be done by now. I didn't know you'd still be going. Nah, 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 nah. I've got one more story. Where are you going for brunch? Ronnie's on Swains Lane. Ronnie's. Yes. Maybe William and Kate will be there. Ronnie's lovely. We can only hope. Ronnie's Bagel Bakery in West End, West End Lane. I used to love it very much. Oh, you must know my friend Sonia. She's at Ludgrove Prep too. She loves it. Not, that... not sure about the Saturday school. <laughs> I was buying bagels. I sent William in for bagels. He came back with platzels. <laughs> what a schlemiel. And he wants to be king of England. He can't tell an onion platzel from a poppy seed bagel. There is your column. Now, Harry, on the other hand, he knows his way around the schmaltz herring. Uh, no, the, maybe, but it can't do the accent in the... Uh, in the um, you, you can, because you? you just have to put all the... Oi vey is mia. It's, it's said Prince Philip yeah. as the Queen. That is quite funny. It, it's all about the end of the sentences your verb's putting. 
No, that's very. I mean, you're, that's being properly Yiddish. That's probably it's uh, the king of England. He wants to be. That's, Look, it's too good. He you comes do back it. with butter, with meat and dairy in the brunch. Don't close up your exercise book. I've got another thing. Okay, quickly, quickly, darling. Basically, there has been a bumper apple. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. This year. What are we going to do with all these apples? Yes, exactly. And what are we going to do with these apples? And it's partly there's also been a thing that cider consumption has gone down. There's a separate, but so they've got all these apples, but the cider producer really sad because cider consumption has gone down because cider gets basically drunk in pubs. People don't yeah. really want to. In, when you're in lockdown, wanting to get booze in, you get. People with beer and wine, cider is like a mood thing. Cider's being out, isn't it, Ben, out there in the West Country? Cider out is a mood thing. Stratford upon Avon with the cider. Magnums. Magnum. Magnums. Not Magnums, whatever it's called. Magnums. And a Magnum. Magnums completely bullshit made up cider thing with that awful Irish voiceover. It's what delicious it? though. You put Give it in. time. Oh no, that's not Irish. No, that's. Um, what is the Magnus thing? What was the Magnus slogan? I don't know, but it was very successful. It was and... the campaign to put ice in it to try yeah. and make people think it was a, a different sort of a drink. It is yummy. I love cider. Um, it is, but people aren't drinking it in lockdown. But anyway, it's there's so many there's so many apples in a bit, and I just want there's been a bumper crop of everything. And then I could do the, oh no, the responsibility to make chutneys and jams. Oh, and your, your, uh, yeah, oh, t- and my trauma. Yes, mining your weekend trauma of trying to make the. Trauma. So I have to get jam. over that columnist thing of admitting that I've got a place in the country. And everyone goes, oh, privilege. But the thing is, yeah. so we, uh, just all the fruit on the trees, all the chard in the field, all the stuff. But, and, 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 you know, my Saturday of, you know, trying to get the kids to pick raspberries and having to, you know, thinking it'd be so lovely because the, the raspberries are full of raspberries and their kids quite like raspberries. Hey, kids, why don't you, I'll read the papers. You go and pick raspberries for an hour and, and, um, and come back and I'll make some raspberry jam and that'll be lovely and, and, and autumnal. And they say, yeah, what's in it for us? Mm. And I end up giving them two hours of iPad time in return for <laughs> half an hour of raspberry picking. Uh, you were so, do you know what? You were so, so, so upset and devastated by all of that. And I, I'm afraid I had to sort of watch you just sort of stumbling into this situation because I've made jam and I've tried to make chutneys and preserves and stuff. And I know what a hot... I picked kilos and kilos of rice. Yeah. I brought them back, made them, uh, boiling them away. Yeah. And look at this burn. That's my, that's so one of, that's one of my jam mess. burns. The mess caused by making and jam then, is and then And it burnt on the bottom and the, in my favourite saucepan and scrunch, trying to scrunch it. And in the end, in the set, and I've ended up with like a, like a... That's a really good one. Of but, jam. Do, but you know why? It's but also the chard. What are you going to do with all the chard? Mm. I got brought all this chard back, and and I thought I'm going to make. I looked in this the, the, the this this book from the artisan cook from that had been on my radio show last week. I thought I'll make a chard kimchi, and I picked all this chard, and then I looked at it. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so not going to make a kimchi make this out of that. Sort yeah, of fart smelling stuff that's right. good for my microbiome. Yeah, and it's just like the, the pressure that's on you, the plums falling from the trees, mm. and there they are being zzz, and the wasps eating them, and just oh my god! And 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 I desperately want to live in a world where the only way that you can get vitamin C through the winter is by preserving your own plums, um, and that you and that you've got time and that. The guy who's on my show, and it's all about mindful, and you pick the fruit and mm. you walk with your children, and then you make the jam, and it's all marble. Yeah, and all they want to do is watch telly, and in the end, you just go to the shop and buy yeah. a marathon bar. Uh, a Snickers. A Snickers. But um, <laughs> oh, I, I. In the good old days. That's a really. I think. I think that is actually. I'm glad you mentioned that story because I think that's a. That is a very, very good column. Of the pressure that they find is just kind yeah. of. A kind of overworked, time poor urban male yeah. desperately trying to do some mindful jam making and just having a fucking catastrophe. Yeah, and you really had a catastrophe. You had an awful time and you were really upset. And I thought, and I looked at you having this terrible time and I thought, you've got to turn that into copy. And I did at least this morning. Kitty did have a little bit of my jam on her toast. Your jam is delicious. Your jam is, is great. But we just don't have the kind of kids that are going to join in with that kind of thing. No. 
or anything. You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. It's a Times podcast produced by Ben Mitchell. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We're available on Acast, Spotify, Apple and more. To find out what I wrote about in the end, read The Times on Saturday. There's a link in the podcast description. And for the full live experience, tune in to my new radio show on the all-new Times radio station on Fridays from 1 till 4. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.